All right, hey everybody, Billy Rainford from Direct Motocross with another podcast here. Today, we are going to be speaking with a gentleman from Quebec. Uh, we are talking about a team owner here. I've got Julian Perrier of PRMX fame. Julian, man, hey, thank you very much for talking with us today. You're welcome, Billy. <laughs> All right, where did we find you today? What are you up to? Um, find me in my shop printing some graphics. Printing graphics, so you're uh, yep. you wear quite a few hats over there, don't you? What that's with Addict, we're talking. Yeah, Addict graphic. I run that with my uh, girlfriend Veronica and sell graphics. Did you say Baby Mama? Yeah, Baby Mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, so with this whole coronavirus thing? Is that kind of keeping you busy? Are people still? Is this for your team or is this for uh, people? Uh, for customers. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's been. Not that quiet, but it's it's not super busy. But it's been busy enough to to do some graphics every every day or every two days. Oh, that's good. So people are still out scratching up graphics and need new stuff out there in their uh, social distancing. Yep, everyone still thinks that we're gonna race someday this summer, so that's good. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, hey, man, you've um, I mean, I've known you a long time, and uh, we've got uh, gotten to know you pretty well. We've certainly traveled together over the years and things. Uh, I seem to be able to say that about a lot of people. I guess maybe I crash on a lot of couches, huh? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I like, uh, I mean, let's. it's a podcast, so let's kind of back up and talk about a few things, man. I mean, um, I know a bunch of the story of your, your history and stuff, but let's uh, let's back it up and uh, shine the spotlight on some of your highlights. I'm just kidding. But uh, I know I know where one of these is going to I know where one question is going to go, and it's going to be fun when we get there. But uh, where, uh, where did you actually grow up, Julian? I grew up in Wentworth North. That's a small little, little town north of, let's say, St. Jerome. Okay. About an hour away, like in the woods. That's where I grew up till I was 17, 18. And then I moved away. <laughs> You're just leaving it, I moved away? <laughs> yep, moved away. No, I moved for work and uh, started working in a car business when I was 18. Okay. Now, what... Um... Yeah. What's your uh, motocross history? How did you actually get into it? Like, is this, yeah, how did you start into all this? Well, I, I thought I had money to spend, so might as well spend it on dirt bikes. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. But uh, when I was young, like, we always had, you know, dirt bikes or little mopeds or three wheelers, of course, quads, right, Billy? And, I uh, knew that that's where we were going to go. <laughs> yeah, and never had much. Uh, much money to go out and do racing and stuff, but we did like trail riding until I was old enough to go to work and start trying to, to ride and race a little bit here and there. Okay, now That's when you... I got into it, I just loved the, the motorsports in general. Okay, because you, you did start riding quads though, right? It was quads more you were doing racing? You raced that I, a little bit, right? Yeah, racing, I raced quads a little bit, but I actually started you know, riding on a dirt bike. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. How much racing did you do? A little bit. Like for um, around 14 years old, I started because I was able to work in the summer and make a little bit of money to go racing with friends. And I stopped racing quads. I was like 17 and then started more on the dirt bike side doing some air scrambles and stuff. Okay. Now, what, can we ask what level you were riding at? Like what uh, class would you have been riding? Um, I don't know what's before in C class or what's <laughs> before. <laughs> okay, the dad, the dad bod class or something. <laughs> okay, so you're not going to claim you're a pro and make me go through uh, archives. 
No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I, I always did for fun. Okay, cool. Well, now I got to ask you, um, was your what, your favorite? What was your first racing number? I always ask this question. How did you choose your first racing number? Actually, I think it was two two seven. Oh, the TV show. I have no clue what you're talking about. I'd be too young. Sure you don't. But two two seven was a number available at CMRC. Okay, so that's that's the only story. You just went over into the yeah for, for the beginners class, and I'm like, I I, I actually wanted like two twenty, and then uh, they said we don't have it, and I'm like, what's the closest? Two twenty seven. I'm like, yeah, they'll, they'll be hit. So I went and bought some mailbox stickers. Okay, well, see, I'm gonna, I'm going to get the answer to my question here eventually. So, why did you want? Yeah, to, keep digging. No, why did you want two twenty? Two twenty. I have no clue. I just like oh. the number twenty. Oh. I just like the number twenty, and I couldn't get it because I was, you know, full on beginner right there. I didn't have steel toe caps, but almost. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yes, I did have over the boot pants. You did, huh? <laughs> of course. Nice. <laughs> okay, hey, what, what kind of uh, you say you started uh, selling cars at 18? What what kind of a student were you? Like what did you do in school? What is school? Okay, question answered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was lazy um lazy intelligent. That's what they call it. I didn't do much at school and I always had good grades. Too smart for your own good. Not really, but it's just like I would be able to just, you know, have just enough to pass my grades and Teachers would leave me alone, so I was pretty much did what I had to do and just passed my grades and quit school after high school. And then I actually started my job before quitting high school, so I was doing it on the weekends and at nights. And then when school got over, I just did that full time. Okay, so you're out uh, selling cars, making some money, which would have been nice as a young kid and stuff. So what? Um... I guess there was I was only eighteen years old, kind of thing. So, at what point did you? Yep. What, at what point did you get into the uh, distribution side of uh, Moto, like you know the whole and what and the PRMX thing? It's been going on for for longer than people would think. Even when I was like sixteen and seventeen and still in quads and stuff, me and my friend I did a little shop and in, in our little garage and uh, north of La Chute, and then we just we went everywhere grab some parts like some used parts and stuff like at quad pro and whatnot and we would clean them up put them up for sale and had our little 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 shop and yeah it's it started that and then when i started like actually working and stuff and i figured i could invest in it and never make money out of it that was cool I knew there was going to be some kind of a cool young entrepreneurial story here. You're definitely one of those guys who I could just see with a lemonade stand and working the, uh, you know, just trying to trying to get the money coming in and stuff like that. So that's, that makes sense. Now what? Yeah. So what? Uh, so the whole PRMX thing. When did uh, when did that start? Like yeah, officially? 2010, 2009. Actually, 2009, but officially 2010. Okay. And yeah, it's it's it started. I mean, I just started opening accounts and stuff and got a little little shop here in St. Jerome and just give it a shot. And at one point I was tired of waiting on all those big distributors that were always back order on everything. And I'm like, yeah, just giving some phone calls in the state and try to get stuff directly and little booking here and there. And some of them went good. Some of them went bad. I mean, you're, you're like 24 years old and you're, trying to do 
something that not not much people would do being alone like we're not a group we're not rich family we're i mean it was just me alone at that point and yeah i gave it a try and we had some good bad years and didn't really stop till today okay now i think I think I kind of met you. I, was it 2011 when you had like uh, Liam O'Farrell and maybe Davey Fraser on the TMs and stuff like that? Was that? Uh, that's that's O'Farrell, yeah. And was that Liam? So he was kind of your first uh, your first pro that you supported. Uh, he, yeah, in the 450, I think so. It was I think it was Dave Blanchett that was a young pro at that point that we started with TMs, and then the year after I, I did the deal with Liam. Okay. All right. Yeah, I have to dig up that old interview. I remember we did. Was that in a Montreal hotel room? That interview? <laughs> no, it was actually in a Toronto oh, was it? hotel room with uh, Kyle, and it was actually like really sketchy. It looked like like a rape thing or something, like <laughs> an old ball guy trying to get us in information. Yeah, it, did. it didn't look very <laughs> professional. I know that. But, hey, we were trying. That was Kyle Carruthers. He's talking about. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, that's where we met the first time. Right, yeah, it would have been for sure. Yeah, it's been almost ten years, so. Yeah, that's ah, amazing. Okay, so, so back then, so I mean, you were—I uh, don't know—call it a, a struggling team owner trying to support something, giving guys support. Still um, now, it's struggling. Well, still, <laughs> nothing changed really much. <laughs> now, what? Uh, at what point? I mean, I mean, back when you're a kid, you said you're—you know—you're a young kid uh, trying to come up through, doing some some cool stuff that people didn't expect. Was your dream always to kind of travel the AMA, the Monster Energy Supercross Tour? Like, was that a kind of a dream? Uh, when I was younger, not at all. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't think more than just, you know, trying to have a little dirt bike business. Okay. That, that's that's what that was the goal. And, you know, in life, things change really quick. So, yeah, it changed right. a little bit, except for the struggling part. Right, right. Now, I mean, I know obviously Canadian teams have done Supercross before and everything. You're certainly not the first, but uh, for you to have been around for so long, like, you know, 2011, 10 kind of thing, and keep moving your way up to make this next step with, you've got a really full pit of uh, of riders there at the Supercross this year. What's uh, going into this year? Like, what? Uh, how did this all come together and uh, to hit this level now? Uh, I mean, just being a consistent team, I think. You know, being there every year, regardless the setup that we had, we would still be there. And now having maybe two, three riders, we started with one, actually with <laughs> Davey, and then after with, with Logan, and then Logan's still with us, and it's been like five years in a row. And every year we would go to the races with, let's say, nicer banners, and then after, oh, nice easy ups, oh, two easy ups, ooh, and then... <laughs> After that, I got a like a nice fifth wheel trailer with nice little awning and then nice banners, nicer bikes, and better this and better that. And so I think some of the sponsor would see us as more serious. Some still don't think we are, but most of like the sponsor we have this year, they they see value in what we do. So yeah, I mean, I'm even with this. I mean, we're making jokes about you know stopping the team and whatnot, but I. Highly doubted that I will be able to stop. You doubt that you'll be able to stop? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're uh, thinking with your heart, not your head, maybe sometimes, like we all do. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I think I've been too far to stop, but that's just me and my head being stupid. 
<laughs> You're beyond the point of uh, no return now. Pretty much. It's been like that for two, three years now. And I, it's because if I didn't see any evolution in the in the program, I would be like, okay, now you've been banging your head on the door for five years. Just stop it now. But every year there's, you know, encouragement. So we're like, yay, let's, let's do it again. Right now. Now this year, 2019, 2020, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're 2020, Bill. Oh, yes. <laughs> I had one of my one of my spells. For we're actually year. Monday too. Hey, what? Oh yeah, I get I get confused easily. But no, okay. So this year, you, again, like you say, you're uh, you're happy with just keeps improving and things keep building and building and building. And this year was the first year you had like I mean you've got two guys in the 450 class. You had West Coast guys, you had East Coast guys going, and like uh, this season where you had to be pretty happy with uh, you know your presentation, your your you know the whole setup. How was it this year? Yeah, I mean the semi is pretty cool with the big awning and then, like you can park beside a, a like a fancy factory rig and you don't yes you you look a bit crappy but you look more on <laughs> you look more on par and you're like if if you're a normal fan you won't see difference between both of them they'll be like oh and like shiny wheels and a big trailer and yes for for us we're always looking up for the next nicer thing but i mean it's it's good uh, the, the the presentation is good uh everything was i mean the 450 bikes i know them a lot because we've been racing them last year they're really really good really amazing bikes and really easy to set up because i had all the setup before right the 250 we had more struggles because they're the new 2020 kx 250 and we're the only team pretty much in the world using them right now because everyone's using a 19 motor package oh interesting so yeah i I, like honestly i didn't know about that till like we were pretty much going racing and i'm like why and i talked to mitch payton and he just explained that whatever is going on under the hood was not exactly where where the power should be and whatnot so we just we did the work i mean the bike now is really good but at the beginning it was it was not bad right no stock bike like no oem bike is bad these days and we did the work with bondi and jesse williams with the cams and changing this and going to twisted for mapping it's not like we didn't do the the job or the homework and we did everything we could with what we have and then Wassner piston in, in germany they supplied us so many different pistons so many design and then until we we get a setup that was okay this is competitive we can actually like get starts and and be where we need to be but with all that being said they came with this a lot of like broken engines and testing this and that you will get those broken engines it's gonna happen which in 2019 motor i had the same motor since 2017 because they're the same so it was like okay we do this 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 and that and it's done okay now is it a uh the motors were a bit slower or just uh reliability was an issue what was the what was the problem with the neurons no there's no reliability issues other than testing stuff right you know when you test something sometime it doesn't work and yes the engine will blow up and jam a valve in it and the piston or whatever but that's just racing and, and that's what people will will uh remember about it but they don't know why it's doing that and then People are just like, oh, a picture with a broken motor. Let's share it so the world sees this is shit. But it's not. It's just, right, it's right. just, it's just testing. And like, we don't have the resources like a factory team like Mitch would do, like at Pro Circuit. And but we do our test the way we can, and that that's 
that's what we did. The power van is just way different than the 19. Uh, horsepower is, is decent. It's not the problem. It's where the power delivery is. And we would try to shift it down to lower RPMs. And that was a big job. And it, it still doesn't have that, have that bottom end that the 19 does, but now it has way more top end than the 19. So, I mean, now it's good, but it's the, the power was there, but we just had to find a way to make it where we needed to to be not numbers but shifted down right 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 okay that's that's interesting stuff man that's cool uh that stuff like you say like people wouldn't know they would just see some problems and just make assumptions and things but yeah oh yeah you know prmx all about bike issues those cowie sucks no they don't suck they're really good bikes it's just like trying to make it right for you guys when you're figuring out everything up it's like honda had the same deal in 18 or something they couldn't get a fast bike out of it of them because they were too new okay now it's uh your the other problem if you want to call it a problem is that uh as you grow and get more and more sponsors on board sponsors have uh you know some expectations expectations <laughs> right so then your next thing is finding riders to meet those expectations so your team this year uh how how'd that all go are you were your goals met so far i mean obviously we're in a holding pattern now but how how's that um not a hundred percent not blaming anyone or something but uh logan has been doing really good uh i still see more speed into him that he think i think he sees but he's been doing very good uh, did a couple uh, top 15s and made the mains uh all the mains except one right. i think so i mean can't ask way like more um we had other riders that had bike issues like i said which you know it, it was a bit tougher but uh results were not bad at all and then the 450 i'm talking west right now and then the 450s right. Uh, we have Cade, uh, that's been out of Supercross for two and a half years. And like, I didn't, he's not going to like me for saying that. I didn't have much expectation because I know that it takes a long time to get back at it. And I, that's why we, I was so like chill about it with him and he was disappointed in his results. And I'm like, dude, it's okay. We, we're not here for one race. We're here for 17 and maybe, maybe another year if you're interested in if it works out and stuff. Let's just, just give it a go. And every weekend we improved and, and like it, it was a long process, but it, I, I feel it kind of sucks with that virus and whatever fake news there's all around the world. And that because we were getting that momentum with Cade in the last few rounds like he qualified 22nd in Atlanta and like it, it was getting there and we we're getting comfortable and and I still believe that he can be a main event guy and every weekend but it just he wants it so bad that sometimes it's 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 haunting uh, haunting him in his head to want it too much and then mistakes comes and like the nerves comes kicking in and whatnot and then you make mistakes. Right. But I, 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 I do believe that he's going to get back to where he is. It's just going to take a little bit more time than he would probably think in the beginning. That's Right, yeah, I talked to him about that in Daytona there. and Like every rider at that level, like it's you're your own worst enemy, right? And you just have all these expectations, and you're off for that long, and you're just, just it's in the helmet a lot of the times, right? You just got to get yourself back to where you were. So he's Exactly. Yeah, he was a bit and frustrated with himself. there's a lot himself. of people looking at you at the same yeah. time. I mean... 
my kid is well known in the media center, like in the state and stuff, and everyone pretty much knows him. And they, even if it's a joke, sometimes like, dude, what you doing? And then qualifying thirty nine. I'm like, don't listen to that. You're in the night show. Then you make it happen. Right. So, and then Josh is the one that made the most like improvement quickly on the four fifty. Almost made Josh a main. Josh Cartwright. He's talking about Josh Cartwright. Yeah, Josh Cartwright. Josh Cartwright. Sorry. And um, uh, was it Phoenix, Arizona? Yeah. Uh, all shot the LCQ, led a couple laps, was pretty comfortable in fourth, and just made a mistake with the nerves and stuff. You, sometimes you take not bad decisions, but bad decisions, <laughs> and then you try to do a backflip in the rhythm section. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone saw the video, but uh, that was was really bummer because he was really mad like at himself but super lucky that he, he didn't even hurt himself at all right. destroyed the bike but it was fine like it him was 100 percent okay and then two weeks later got ninth in the first eat and uh, oakland makes his first main right and then he ended up he did get to hurt himself a little bit there so that's unfortunate for him he yeah it was like that was unfortunate because it was a practice crash and yeah. he just put his hand down first and the hand just broke you know it's it's a very savage sport if you want to say it like that it's like one day you're like making improvements you're close to the main and everything is going good and you're making a little bit of money and then on a monday afternoon you just break your hand and you're off for like eight weeks yeah yeah that's uh yeah it's uh, it's 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 a tough sport that's for sure and i mean josh is a young kid he'll uh he's obviously back and with this um, break we're on right now, maybe if we do get well, we'll talk to you a bit about that and the, about the, the schedule and stuff like that. But yeah. obviously, he'll be able to get himself back ready to go. But now let's talk about uh, in the East Coast. You grabbed a couple Coast. of new guys. Yeah, I got uh, Justin Thompson and uh, Lorenzo Lacurcio. Right. So you're getting, uh, again, again, a couple, certainly a couple up and comers and things, right? So how how did you this come up here? We have you been talking to those guys for a while before the season? Uh, not really, actually. <laughs> Thompson's brother, who helps him out getting sponsored and stuff, he emailed me and said, would you be interested? And at that point, I was pretty much full on what I wanted to do. But then we talked it out, and it was just interesting for both of us to to stretch it out and make it happen. And it was it's really good, and I have really good intention on having him again in 2021. And uh, they train out at Club MX too, so it's not too far for me to go with testing with them and stuff. So it's good. And uh, he didn't have the best of luck at the beginning of the East Coast, and he got injured in those stupid whoops in uh, Daytona, broke right. his foot, and he's out till September. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Didn't look that bad. It's a. It's a break on the top of the foot that they need to put a full pin, then wait three months, take the pin out, and it's a it's it's a weird story, but it's a weird injury too. But he, he should be back whenever whenever we go back to racing. And then Lorenzo, it's actually I think it's Josh that talked to me a little bit about him. I knew Lorenzo. I mean, I've been going to the to the races, and he's been like a close to a top ten. He did like some top tens and close to it all the time. So I'm like, that could be a good guy for us in the East. And we started talking and we put something together and then yeah, we made it happen. And yeah, he did uh, a 12th in Daytona, 
which is really good. All right. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. For sure. I've got uh, certainly have photos from him. He's been coming up. Where's he from? Uh, Florida. Where, uh, the okay. But I know I've got certainly got photos of him from like back in his amateur days and stuff on the little. Amateurs, amateurs. He stayed at NTF, but they're from uh, Venezuela. Uh, Venezuela. Okay, gotcha. See, si, see. Si. All right, right. Okay, yeah. Well, okay. So now, okay. So everything was cru- cruising along, uh, and then as a team owner, we got this uh, coronavirus thing comes out, and. <laughs> yeah. From your your side of things, like what's the? I mean, what kind of contact? I mean, you know, we see the press releases. Oh, we want to get all seventeen rounds in. Still, as a team owner, what are you being told? Like, to, what what are you doing? Just waiting? What do you do? We've been told that we would be racing in September. Okay. And they are going to not go... not not more than that. Like they are going to fit the last round so would they do something like stay in the same city for a few nights or a few weeks or yeah what? they're talking about double headers the factory teams i heard they don't really want to do that no really? but but i mean i want i need to finish at least nine eighty. i think i don't have contracts here but most of the contracts are 75 percent of the races need to be attended to you know get paid Okay, so that's and, something we all don't know about. There are clauses like that that a series. Oh yeah. Okay, that's so interesting. Many. And, yeah, and it's right now. I mean, just to to, to roll, go back a little bit, we were. Uh, I was, you know, when did you leave from Florida? You left the day after me or before me? Well, I left, before. and then I had to go back down again. But <laughs> oh no, from oh, then. Yeah. Well, after I left, yeah, no, I haven't been back since. Yeah, I don't know. No, when but the, I think the day after you left, I left. Okay. And I, I was going up there, and the truck was already there in Indy. Right, okay, right, For the right. Supercross. And I was driving up, and I was in, near Atlanta, and like, oh, the race is going to happen, but with no uh, audience spectators, or spectators. Right. I'm like, that's, in my head, I don't know why, I'm like, that's not going to happen. If there's no spectator, they're going to cancel it. Right. Everyone's like, no, 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 no. Well, next thing you know, one hour later, my, my guys there, they're like, it's canceled. Where do we go? Oh, shit. I'm like, I don't know. Wow. We were, su- <laughs> we were supposed to go from there to Detroit, Detroit to Seattle. And then Seattle was canceled and whatnot. And Detroit was canceled. And like, it's like, okay, as dumb as you are, try to take a smart decision. <laughs> and then, yeah, we had to, we actually parked the truck at uh, Cade's family and then yeah and we drove my truck to to Quebec everything's still down there we're we're ready to to head back as soon as we can right so I guess like all the riders like once you knew that it was okay we're not going for a while okay everybody go home (laughs) kind of yeah pretty much but we didn't know it wasn't going to be for a while so we were still rushing about getting uh, our, our final uh, motor package and whatever we needed. Of course, Justin was injured, so we didn't we didn't have to rush for him. But I was trying to finalize some suspension setups and trying to. I don't know. It, it, people don't know that, but they they all always see the Instagram and whatnot, and it's a lot of work when you're like pretty much three guys in the team. So it's like, okay, let's figure it out, and the riders. Most of the riders are really, really nice, and they help a lot. And like, if they have issues, they will address it. And then, if they can figure it out themselves, um, then we we do it. And it it helps me 
you know, looking, looking good and having better bikes and whatnot, but just sitting there and just trying to get everything ready. And then, oh, everything's been canceled. And we're like, okay. And now we can't go out of the house pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not only no races, but nobody's leaving their damn houses. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I mean, we all have our like thoughts on that, but I, yeah, whatever. If you want to get into it, we can, but <laughs> let me know. <laughs> no, we don't need you to. Well, you can if you want, but. Uh... No, no, that's fine. I mean, I don't really believe in what's what's vaccine and stuff. I never had a vaccine since I was little and stuff. My mom was not a believer in that also. And I believe in self-immune. If that virus was that deadly, we all been dead or 50% of population would be dead by now. But so many people had it without knowing it. In California, it started in November and no one knew it. Everybody, everybody thought it was a bad cold or flu or whatever. All right, right. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Yeah, I have to say, I'm not going to, I'm not touching it, but uh, okay. So <laughs> now, so as far as uh, your sponsors and things like that, like what they're just sitting, I mean, what do they know? Or are they just kind of like, you know, they just have to wait and see? I mean, that's just kind of curious as a, as a team owner. You mentioned you have to have a certain percentage. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, right now, everyone, like, is anybody even... Everyone is standby, pretty right. much. Everyone, like, I'm still able to get some parts, but some of them are like, yeah, let's just wait till everything comes back to normal. Right. Because they're, they're suffering also. The, the businesses went down and stuff, and, like, the, the the payment plans that we have and whatnot, I mean, it's no surprise. If the team, if, our, if a team can go round to round, of course, there's money involved, right? And no, we're not being fun by whatever people think. The sponsor, they do pay for us to go racing, and I do put money into it also, but they're all on hold. Right, right. They're, they're waiting, and, and, which is, at first I was a bit, not pissed, but I was like, damn it, what I'm going to do right now? I mean, like, we were not caught up with the payments and whatnot about the about the sponsors but I, after that you think about it I'm like their business is pretty much shut down and you want him to give money no I mean we're not even racing right so what uh, I mean what are your all your riders doing they're all at home they're riding I mean they will need parts and stuff like that so everybody just kind of knows to to what <laughs> take it easy or what are, what's everybody doing? I mean I think everyone is being smart about it Josh is not even riding his thing he's starting this week when the suspension show up outdoor suspension because we're going to switch to outdoors and uh, we can talk about that later yeah and uh kate's not riding much but he rode last week and he said it made him feel so happy which is good <laughs> and um lorenzo is riding twice a week which is pretty good because you don't really have to but he wants to keep in shape and we're doing some outdoor testing a little bit here and there with him logan's just been riding also but not for outdoors because he's not going to race outdoors but he's just been riding because he just enjoys it so justin's on the couch going fishing and we say and uh yeah we have other plans working also for for what's going on whatever with the triple crown's going to happen Right. Well, that's going to be, obviously, we're leading into that, of course. So with Supercross kind of out of the way, I mean, if we were still racing, I still would have asked you, what are your plans for the summer? Uh, what are your plans for the summer? What, let's, you know, in a in a 
adjusted schedule that we have now, what uh, what are your plans for the summer? Um, well, the plan is is hard to have a full plan, right? But on paper, it was to raise the challenge Quebec, right, with Josh and Lorenzo, and uh, maybe someone else too, and then possibly do the whole nationals. Okay, but. As what we see everywhere in news, we're, I'm not saying anything that I know or don't know. It looks like possibly there's not going to even be some West rounds. Maybe. I don't know. Like I'm just saying, right? So yeah, I need, we need to know what's going on. It, I honestly would think it would be better for everyone just to say, well, we're starting in July. Right, because you, it, I mean, you can't start back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you can't start preparing for something, spending money, getting everything ready, only to have it not happen. No, just, no, no, like, exactly. Because if I would have, if we, they would say, yeah, we're racing uh, June first or seventh in Calgary. Yeah, seven, I don't remember. Six or yeah, six, yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, whatever. In uh, in Calgary, I, I'm not even sure if we could make it. The the rig is in the states. Um, the riders, most of them are all in the States. Also, the borders are still closed. How am I going to put them across the border? Oh yeah. Hey, open the border. We're racing. We're racing here. Right. So, I mean, as obviously as fans and spectators and stuff, we all just want, boom, let's have some races, but there's so much more has to go on from your level, you know, your standpoint. Everyone's level, even like every team, like every yeah. team in this here, like even uh, Kevin at MX101, he has an American rider also, and it, what if he can't cross the the border? I mean, we're all. If I'm doing the national this year, I'm gonna try to compete for podium and whatever. Because if not, I'm not I'm not not gonna do it. And Kevin wants to win championships, and uh, Cowie wants to win a championship also, and Honda wants everyone wants to win a championship and push to the front, and all their riders are mostly americans and how are they gonna bring them over it's gonna be if it's a purely canadian riders it's no offense but the 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 show will be a little bit more boring a little bit well it's certainly i mean obviously with yeah i mean people have to go looking south of the border to look for winners and stuff like that so it just obviously affects it but um yeah, it's, again, this it's is all kind of things that uh, people maybe hadn't thought of. If you're listening to us now going, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Like, you can't just go, poof, we're racing in two weeks. Be ready. You know? So it's, Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I don't I don't think it's going to happen, but that's just my personal opinion and for what it's worth, right? So right. we're, we're uh, April 13 right now. Yep. I mean, June is coming really quick and, like – Probably other teams, they have a bunch of parts and a bunch of stuff. They're still stuck in the States. Trailers, rigs, and riders. and Like, I, I, I know for myself, but I don't know for the others. I don't want to go racing with three days of prep. Right, right. Of course. Yeah, and and as we know, the uh, the Triple Crown guys, Jetworks will be coming out with their announcement on May 1st to let uh, the official announcement as to what is happening. I mean, right now we're on what they would call plan B, which means we skipped arena cross. We're going to start in June at Calgary and then plan C would have to be uh, adjusting that. We don't know what's going to happen. So, I mean, we just have to wait and see what's, what, uh, what which is do. good, which I really like the way they're, they're working their right. stuff. Cause they're not being, 
they're not jumping too fast to conclusion like right. oh right, let's cancel everything no no let's wait it out and see may 1st and stuff but i think may 1st to june 7th is not an, enough to properly prep everything i mean for some somebody like me right and i'm seeing things like uh you know tweets going around from uh you know, up there saying Quebec is now canceling outdoor events until August. You know what I mean? Like, there's just you just yeah. That was that was rejected though. That was rejected. Oh, that's good to yeah. hear. Okay, that was uh, jumping the gun. Yep, but I mean, like everything, everything is. There's a lot of fake news everywhere. A lot of maybe it, you will you read the headline and then you actually read the article and it's like possibly maybe. There's all those words that right. after you open the link, you're like, oh, shit, I got, <laughs> you know, they got me with the headline. Yeah, yeah. Clickbait. Hmm. Okay, so at this point, um, yeah. What to, What about riders? Have you got some riders secured? That you mentioned in a perfect world, let's say it started like normal, well, our new normal here at uh, in June. Who Whatever, you, when it started. Do you have, like, <laughs> let's say it was to start in the, at Wild Rose in Calgary, right? Uh, as we're hoping yeah. it does. What uh, yep. who, do you, who would you be sending out there? Do you know yet? or? Uh, Josh, uh, uh, Lorenzo, and right. the 250 class. I mean, it's nothing's 100% sure because right, we don't have the 100% answer. But in right. a perfect world, that would be uh, those two. Uh, I've talked, well, Kate and I talked a little bit about it. We're not too sure what we're going to do. It's going to be a decision where it's the best for him. That it, Do we skip a little bit of our outdoors, get a little break, and then start early practicing Supercross for Cade? Whatever he wants to do, right? And, I mean, Cade could do good results also in Canada, but I don't want... I, I want what's the best for for him to improve where he wants, which is super cross. So. Okay. Right. Uh, Justin is injured. So no Justin. So, and maybe, maybe we'll, we'll see. Logan doesn't do outdoors. He's a really good outdoor rider, but he just doesn't enjoy it, which is fine with me. So as of now, I mean, we'll see. Maybe someone else, uh, will, will show up and, but I, I don't want more than three, four guys. Four is too much for, for nationals. So in the perfect world, three guys would be good. Okay. Now, I know Josh, basically, he became a Quebec citizen last year, kind of hanging out at your place there and just loving yeah. that Quebec series. Yeah, yeah that's what we're, we're trying to do again, uh, doing some, some racing there with him and a couple, uh, maybe some schools and whatnot. Because, I mean, okay. people people love Josh here and we love having him here too. So. It's just, it's, it makes it easy. Nice, nice. Yeah, he got mad at me at, uh, at a practice track down south. I kind of stood on the track a little too much trying to get a good video of him, and uh, he got mad at me. I hadn't seen that side of him. I felt bad. So I'm sorry, Josh, if you're listening to this. That still sits with me. I hate when, I hate doing stuff like that. And yeah, You haven't seen his bitchy side? I haven't. No, I, I did that, huh? though. He, rightfully <laughs> so. He was mad at me. but uh... <laughs> He was probably mad for five minutes, and after he was all nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it was I was stupid. It was a dumb move on my part. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, it'd be cool to see him. I know he loves it up there and uh, hanging out with you guys and your, and your growing family. How's, how's, the, little, how's the little one, anyway? <laughs> really good. He's not – yeah, he's pretty much perfect. He's pretty chill considering, <laughs> uh, considering his dad. Yeah, exactly. It's, he can't. He gets everything from his mom. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we drove from California to Florida with a three and a half month old baby, and he barely cried 
<laughs> it was just pretty chill, and now he's at home, starting to eat real food and whatnot. And no, he's he's uh, he's he's on the faster side, that's for sure. Hmm. That's not that's not coming for me. So, <laughs> hey, now what to a kid? Uh, what would you do for sports wise? Let him pick what he wants to do, or are you? Yeah, have, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to push him any direction, like whatever, if it's a hockey or ballet or dirt bikes or whatever, it floats him, we'll, we'll go that direction with him. Right. I mean, he's, he's surrounded with dirt bike, dirt bike graphics, dirt bike, like <laughs> TV and stuff. And like, I watch the races and I'm in the, I'm in the shop working and he, sometimes I, I bring him with me and I mean, he's been to three supercross already and he's five months old i mean <laughs> it's it's totally up pretty to good him. <laughs> oh yeah i mean he's he's seen a lot but if that's what he wants fine if if he doesn't fine it doesn't really matter right now what's as as LT. <laughs> now i know we did uh we did a little uh you know a, a written kind of typed up thing where we didn't get into too much detail on what your plan was with this whole shutdown so i'm glad we had this you know chance to kind of talk a little more in detail it's it's interesting for me to hear like I was curious to hear from your standpoint of a team owner kind of, you know, it's like, yeah, you, this is the things people see, but behind the scenes, this is what we're dealing with. So it's a, uh, it's cool. There's just so much more stuff going on. That, that and there's more than that, that we can't say, you know, well, go ahead. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's listening. Go ahead. No, exactly. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing now? I know you do. I mean, you're never, you never really stop. I know you're normally uh, doing other things to make, uh, put some food make on the tables. So I guess that's kind of on hold now too, I guess, huh? Yeah, every everything that I do on my other business, which is uh, sales and coaching and whatnot that we do, and it's all been canceled till September. Because I was leaving uh, the weekend before uh, Denver for one month in Europe to go work. Right. But I'm not. Okay, yeah, so everything's so on that's, that's another side of it that it's tough. Jeez, man, we're getting uh, this is this storm is coming your way. Our wind is just really picked up, man. We're gonna lose our electricity here. <laughs> it is getting really sketchy outside. All right, hey, dangerous. Julie. Okay, Julie. Well, I always uh, one little silly question since we all have so damn much spare time on our hands. What uh, what should we be binge <laughs> What should we be binge watching on Netflix? Give me a give me a new series to go watch. Um, I'm sure everyone watched Tiger King, <laughs> uh, Money Iced. Um, how to get away with murder. Okay. Uh, what else that we've watched? Bunch of stuff, you know, it's, it's just so many. I mean, you always skip the ones you think they're not good. And then you're at the end, you're like, shit, I've listened to everything. So when you start listening, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So no, we've watched some restoration, like car restoration TV shows and, and anything you can find. But, what else? Mm. I think we've uh, unorthodox was really good. Oh, I've watched like, that yet. Okay. Yeah, from, like on a on the more intellectual side of it, it's good. Okay. It, it's it's not like a shut your brains off and look it and look at the TV. It's actually like it's 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 pretty not hardcore, but if you look at it on the uh, human side of it, it's it's really good. Okay, interesting. Maybe a side of me you never know. That's right. Yeah, you're uh, you're freaking me out here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right, Julian. Well, hey man, I, again, I really appreciate you talking and taking the time to chat with us here. And uh, man, 
All right, I'm going to get out of here. i got to get away from this window. It's going to come smashing through here in a minute. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> it's coming your way. You'll see it in a few hours, I'm sure. But uh, I'll text you at around 3 a.m. when it comes away. <laughs> okay. Hey, what, uh, before we let you go, do you want to uh, you know mention some of your sponsors? Thanks, some folks. Yeah, have everyone else uh, that supports the team with uh, the PRMX Peltier, Kawasaki, Wassner, Just One Racing Team, and all the all of our sponsors. Uh, there's a lot of them, so... Uh, uh, blood lubricants, guts racing, ODI bars and grips, um, UFO plastics, recluse clutch, uh, Bondi engines, uh, Williams Motor Works with the with the new motor that we're testing right now. Uh, uh, Buds Racing. A big thanks to Uzier Tire uh, from uh, Uzier Tire in, uh, in the states. They've been way way better than anyone would be with us with the with the tire situation and always taking care of us firepower chains um added graphic of course right? <laughs> <laughs> no toil filters um anyone that that's on board and all the future sponsors uh, that we hope to get because it's going to be tough when when everything starts back it's going to be tough to get to get good help like we did this year so hopefully everyone was happy enough then we can work something out for next year all right yeah that's good that's uh it's good oh, as, oh. asv levers okay forgot bob can't forget bob it's <laughs> so good all right so um your plan if things go you guys will be racing like like they finish off the 17 rounds prmx will be there for the uh the fall supercross series Yes, yes, we have to, and we want to. Okay, hey, what to, last question, uh, PR, <laughs> PRMX, Perrier Racing, prefer, what is PR, what's, what's PRMX stand for? Uh, it's the first and last na- letter of my family name. Oh, really? Yeah. It's That's how you like came that. up with that? I don't know, I'm just thinking of a name, and I'm like, yeah, let's use the first and last letter of my family name, <laughs> PR. <laughs> All right. See, that's I, that's the kind of trivia that sticks in my head for some reason. That's that's uh... weird stuff sticks in your head. <laughs> okay, buddy. Well, hey, thank you very much. Uh, say hi to the uh, the little one and Veronique there for me, and uh, we'll see. You, sure. We'll see you somewhere. Somewhere in the near future. See you, <laughs> Billy. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Bye bye.